my name is JC, and if you know me, you'd know that I'm pretty new to making podcasts. But here's the thing. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's truly everything you need to make a podcast in just one place. It's really beginner-friendly. Oh, and did I mention? It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer or phone. It will distribute your podcasts for you, so it can be heard on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and even Spotify. It's super cool. And if you think you might be interested, go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's the Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hello, you are listening to Steep, Sip, Spill, Repeat. My name is Jillian, but you can also call me JC, and I am your host who is here to talk to you about tea. Not only the drink that you sip and steep, but also the tea on all the important things going on in life and in this world. So today we highlight an art form and an incredible entrepreneur who has found great success through Etsy. So thank you, Alex Hamami, for joining me. And I'm excited to talk to you more about your Etsy business called Crochet Cuties by Alex. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So Alex, feel free to introduce yourself a bit more. What are your interests, hobbies, et cetera, et cetera? Um, So, yeah, I'm Alex. I have an Etsy shop that I started towards the end of last summer. I learned crocheting as my quarantine hobby, and that took off into my Etsy shop. I graduated from uh, the University of Akron last summer. I got my master's in IO psychology. Um, I recently started a job in HR, so I work from home mostly, I crochet, and that's pretty much all I do now since, you know, nothing else to do outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really cool. Congratulations on your, your grad school graduation and your, your new position and your Etsy success. So before we begin, um, As always, we're going to introduce what we're having to drink, what teas. So, Alex, I'll have you go first. What are you drinking today? I am drinking a black chai tea from Good and Gather. I think that's the Target brand. Ah, I don't think I've ever had Good and Gather, so I'll have to check that out. It's pretty good. (laughs) Good. Um, I am having a tea called, it's a... It's called Oolong Vibes, so it's an Oolong tea, and it's from the company called Steep and Sip, Um, and this company was kind enough to send me some tea samples to feature on my podcast, so shout out to (laughs) Steep and Sip for doing so. So we'll go ahead and steep our teas, and we'll be back in a bit. How is your tea? Mm, It's delicious. It's a perfect temperature right now. It's good? (laughs) Yeah. Is it? That's always good. Sometimes I, um, I drink it too hot and then I burn my tongue and that's just the worst. And then I'll like <laughs> leave it out to get colder, but then I forget about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> 
That's that's the real tea struggle. The real tea struggle. (laughs) All right. Well, to begin, I'd like to ask you to expand on your experiences with art in general and how that has shaped you to be the creative Etsy business owner you are today. Well, so growing up, my sister is very artistic. She does, you know, photography. She was in choir and everything. And I always loved to sing and draw and stuff, but I was never good at it, unfortunately. Uh. So, and I always have struggled with the mindset of if I'm not good at something right away, I'm not going to do it. And so that's always been so hard. But through crocheting, I... Not only did I get it right away, so that helped me like it more, but it's something that I can do creatively that it's not frustrating to me. You know, I'm good at it and I have my little art outlet. So I yeah. love having it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Now, did you did you take um, like art classes in high school or college? Um, in high school, I was in yearbook all four years. Okay. So it was more just like creative thoughts and making ideas and plans so I had that very cool yeah that's I mean that's an art Mm -hmm. form of its own yeah that's really cool so when specifically did you learn to crochet I know you said you started to get into it more in quarantine did you learn before or during quarantine I learned before um when I was little my mom taught me how to knit because growing up, she would oh. knit and crochet her and her family, like, clothes and blankets and everything. So she taught me how to knit, and I would just make, like, tiny scarves for my dolls. Nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy. And then That's a awesome. few years, about three years ago, my uncle and his wife had a baby, and I wanted to make her a blanket. <laughs> and so my mom tried teaching me how to knit again, but I just couldn't get it again it wasn't clicking to me so she told me to try crocheting so I went on YouTube and I learned how to crochet a blanket and then since then I'd make like little hats and scarves for like presents and last year my best friend was pregnant and so I made her a baby blanket and one of those little things are called loveys where it's like the head of an animal and the body's a little blanket and so I learned Uh how to make more of the dolls and stuff then and then once quarantine happened, I was like, I need something to do. Let me pick that back up and learn how to make other stuff. Very cool. That's awesome. I I can't say that I know how to crochet, <laughs> which is really sad because I think it's really cool how many different types of things you can make. Um, but I did learn how to knit. Um, I only know one <laughs> stitch, but I know how to knit. Um from um high school we started a knitting club my senior year so that, that was, was so fun cool. I wish they a knitting club <laughs> when I was there I would have joined <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's really cool I um I commend you for you know learning more complex patterns as you have um as seen on your Etsy shop some of the stuff looks really complicated um it can be like especially the tiny things that's really hard because you can barely see what you're doing half the time but (laughs) I got it it takes a second it can be frustrating at first definitely but once you get it Mm -hmm. it's like second nature 
That's awesome. That's really cool. So, so did you just kind of teach yourself crocheting through the internet or did, did you have some people help you along the way? Mostly just through watching YouTube videos. Okay. That's incredible. The power of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I can, you can learn anything from YouTube. <laughs> That's really cool. Are, are there any um, YouTube channels that uh, were specifically helpful? The only one that I can remember the name of, um, I believe it's called Bella Coco. That's a good one for beginners okay. to learn from. Definitely. Very cool. So how long did this process take for you to learn how to make specifically the crochet cuties? Um, I, I, to make those, I got them pretty quickly just because I had the background of making blankets and scarves and everything. The stitches are pretty okay. much the same. So if you have one, you can kind of learn the other. I've definitely gotten better. I used to think, oh, yeah, I'm the I'm an expert. And then I would look back at the first things I made, and I'm like, oh, no, honey. <laughs> you really did it. <laughs> but, I, yeah, if you learn first how to make just simple, basic stuff, getting the dolls and everything is much easier. Very cool. I think that with anything in art or really anything – your first few things that you make or produce are always going to be kind of cringeworthy <laughs> at first. And then, and then you're going to see that you improve by yes. great lengths. So very good. Okay. So your shop has the coolest cuties, including little Bernies <laughs> with masks, which are honestly my favorites. Um, little baby Yodas, succulents, keychains, um the strawberries and the little hot cocoa oh so cute um new addition is the yes. jellyfish <laughs> and you even have coasters ear warmers ornaments and scrunchies and obviously this is not an exhaustive <laughs> list you have so many really cool things on your etsy so how long does it take you to sit down and make like a little bernie the Bernie, if I just sat down straight and did it, I'd say probably four to five hours to make everything. And then maybe another like half hour to an hour to make the glasses and his hair and like attach all the stuff. Okay. Wow. Take a while. That's cool. But then the smaller things like the keychains, probably 30 to 45 minutes. I can make one. Very neat. I've seen through your your Instagram that you've made quite a lot of the strawberry keychains yeah. <laughs> or keychains yes. in general. I these I so made cool. so many bee keychains. Yes. Oh, the bees. That's what it was. I can't the even bees. Keep track at this point. <laughs> that was really cool. Those are a hit, which is really neat. Yeah, they're definitely my my best seller because they're just so cute and tiny and just put them anywhere and they're adorable <laughs> yeah that's awesome um now I'm wondering do you just sell in within the United States is that how yeah I only have it to the United States just because okay shipping worldwide kind of worries me yeah I know in like the UK 
in the EU, they have different standards for what you can and can't sell in terms of like made dolls and crocheted toys and stuff. They have different safety standards. Mm -hmm. You have to get yourself like certified and everything. So I just don't want to run into any trouble. Just for now, I'm in the United States. Absolutely. That makes sense to me. Uh, Shipping can be an issue as well. But I have seen uh, that you've sold throughout all of the United States, which is really cool. How has that uh, shown? Like, how many states have you been able to sell to? Right now, I'm at 41 states. Yeah. It's wow. Every time I, the first thing, the first out of state one was just like a friend in New Jersey, whatever. But then once I got like a random person in California, I was like, what is happening? It's just, it was, it's so cool every time I see people from far away ordering something. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's incredible. That's really incredible. I, I was looking at your Etsy. I actually just bought one of your crochet cuties. I, for a while, I couldn't (laughs) decide on which one I wanted. And that's why I held off on purchasing one, um, to be honest. But I, I made my decision. And um, so you'll probably be making it (laughs) very soon. But um, or shipping it. And uh, I'm very excited for it. But I was I was looking at your Etsy, and it says that you have over 300 sales, which is quite well, a lot. First, thank you for your order. I did see that. And I got so excited because the pair is <laughs> like the first one. Of, the second thing I made was the pair. So it was like, oh, well, it's kind of like threw me back. Okay. No one's ordered it yet. I'm like, it's adorable. Someone needs to buy this pair. So <laughs> yeah, um, I have over four almost 500 sales now including stuff that i've sold like outside of etsy which isn't crazy so once i hit 500 i don't know what i don't know how i'm gonna react (laughs) it's so so surreal to me wow yeah i can imagine that's really cool do you think that over time your efficiency of making um the cuties and packaging and shipping them has improved do you think the process has been um beneficial in making it more efficient and easier definitely I'm definitely a lot quicker now than I was when I started and so I can finish stuff faster now and I've gotten kind of if I have multiple orders of like the same thing I've gotten a little mm-hmm. like assembly line routine down like if I have a tons of these to make I make all the bodies and then make all the wings and then I make all the faces and I kind of have a little assembly line going so I've definitely found my routine of how to make stuff most efficiently that is really really cool I am (laughs) in awe I it's really cool so uh, I do want to talk a little bit more about your Etsy shop uh, delve into some of your favorite cuties and Um, the importance of buying local Um, but first we're gonna take a little break maybe get some more tea and we'll be back in a little bit hello welcome back to steep sip spill repeat we are here with alex talking about her wonderful etsy shop called crochet cuties by alex and so far, we've talked about 
how she learned how to make these crochet crochet cuties and her success on her Etsy shop. So I would like to continue talking about this and talk a little bit more about the history or the cultural component in these um, crochet cuties. So is there a specific name for these um, little cool crochet cuties yeah, that you make? The, specifically, the, like the stuffed ones. I'm not too sure about the pronunciation, but they're called emigurumi. It's a Japanese form of crocheting that makes like all the plushies and stuffed animals and dolls. So that comes from Japan. Okay. Very cool. So there is kind of a little bit of a yes. background. Very cool. So, um, now I kind of want to delve in a little bit to the importance of buying local. So, and just buying from artists through these these cool sites like Etsy. So I tend to think that purchasing local is incredibly important rather than purchasing like the mass produced art from Amazon or department stores, um, things that you can buy anywhere. There's like, there's something really cool about buying something that is handmade and, you know, somebody put all their their heart and effort into so i would like you if if possible could you touch on this subject and explain the meaningfulness of purchasing local and handmade yeah i I definitely agree that it's so important to support small and shop local because i know like personally anytime i get an order you know i do like a little happy dance i get so excited that someone you know saw my stuff and is willing to spend their money on something i made And when you buy something from, you know, a big store, there's no one there excited about it. They make millions of sales a day, you know? Right. Specifically through stuff like Etsy, you can, you know, quote unquote, shop local. That's not technically local. You know, you still can shop small, but from pretty much anywhere in the world. So I think it's incredible to have this site. You know, I get Mm -hmm. pretty much like all of my birthday presents christmas presents from etsy because you can find anything you can think of on etsy Mm -hmm. especially now in what we've seen during covid all these businesses sadly having to you know close down i think it's uh like shine the light on the importance of shopping small absolutely um I always, I always like to, you know, I think that it's so important that, um, oh gosh, I can't, I can't <laughs> enunciate. I can't think of what I'm trying to say. I think that it's so meaningful coming from somebody who is, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll probably edit that out. No, you're fine. I'm so sorry. Um, very good. 
So I'm wondering, what is your favorite cutie to make? Mm. I love making the bee keychain just because I think it's so adorable. So it's definitely one of my favorites. This is so cute. And I like making the s'more randomly because I just think it's so... My sister and I, like, just... We always, like, laugh at these things. We're like, they're just so... A pointless, adorable little item. And I just love making them. It's like shipping a s'more off to someone in Texas or anything. It's just so fun and it's so cute. And so I definitely love making that too. <laughs> That's so awesome. All of them are, are just so cute and so like small. I love them. <laughs> You've made so, so many, many bees too. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine that becoming a, a favorite just because yeah, you've definitely. made so many of them. <laughs> Very cool. So what is your favorite crochet cutie to display, you know, on your desk? Thanks for displaying. Wherever? I like the snake plants. I think those are so cute and they're so fun. I love seeing people send me, like, if they write a review or send me a picture, they have them on their bookshelves or on their desks at work. And it's so cute. You don't have to worry about watering it. It doesn't need sunlight. It's just adorable little plant smiling at you all day <laughs> oh yeah absolutely I've seen kind of a increase in this craze for crocheted succulents I don't know every place I go these days uh there's a place in Lakewood called Nature's Oasis and they have little crocheted uh succulents oh, lots of cacti yeah. Cacti are definitely trendy nowadays, yeah. so I can see and, that. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to water them, just like you said, yes. which is ideal. <laughs> succulents are pretty low maintenance anyway, but crochet very succulents are very, very low maintenance. <laughs> very cool. So your most popular crochet cutie what would you say that yeah. is? The bees? I'd say definitely or the something bees else? and then the snake plants are up there too. Okay. Definitely versatile, I think. Yes. You can put them anywhere and very cute. Have you gotten a lot of sales with your I made Bernies? the original. I just uploaded 10 like for pre-sale and I sold those 10 because I was because it takes so long. I didn't want to have to make like 30 and like yes. get them in two months or something. But then after those 10, you know, memes go fast. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I have them up in case someone wants yeah. them, but I haven't gotten any <laughs> since then. Gotcha. Yeah. It's yeah, just adorable. I saw cute. someone, the <laughs> lady who made the pattern. And the second I saw that, I was like, I need to jump on this. I need to capitalize on this uh, yeah. meme. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people, even the Baby Yoda mm -hmm. craze, I think that that's something that was good that you Yeah, I was never on. planning on selling them. I just made one for somebody. I don't remember. And then some, I met mm -hmm. a lady at a wedding and she had a Baby Yoda backpack. And so I showed her a picture of it, and she was like, oh, my God, I need one. And so, uh -huh. and so I made her one, I posted a picture, Aww. and then I had a few more people message me to make them some. And I'm like, wow, maybe I should post them. And so after I put them on Etsy, I sold maybe five or six off Etsy. 
called Baby Alien on my Etsy shop if anyone is looking for them because yes. copyright problems. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. I, I figured that might be the case. But very cool. Very cool. So what inspired you to take your business all the way to Etsy? I I vaguely remember you selling some things through Facebook and just by word of mouth and then you you opened up your Etsy. So what what made you so take I never that next step? Planned on even selling them. I'll just make them for fun and then I had people messaging me asking a oh can you make this or can I buy this from you? And then so I was like, okay, yeah. So I posted a thing on my Instagram story saying, if anyone wants something, message me. And after like 10, 15 orders, I had okay. people saying, you should make an Etsy shop. And I was like, maybe I should. I don't know. And so I just, I just did it, not thinking I would, <laughs> it would really go anywhere. And here we are, almost 500 orders. And so it's just, it's pretty crazy. It just kind of randomly happened. That's awesome. I think that that's inspiring for anyone who's got kind of this niche art form that they like to make things for gifts or whatnot. They have the ability to take it to Etsy and um, make a little side business off of it, I guess. Yeah, I always really see cool. people, I'm in a few different like crocheting groups on Facebook, and I'll always see people saying, like, I don't make many sales. Mm-hmm. I just sell through Facebook. Like, I don't know if I should start an Etsy. And I always tell them to just do it because it only costs 20 cents to post something. So you're not going to lose anything if no one buys anything, really. A couple dollars and that's it. And then you know, people don't can't find you through mm-hmm. Facebook as much as Etsy. People searching random stuff, so you pop up all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think you'll be very surprised by what you can sell on Etsy. That's incredible. I I have always loved Etsy and I think that it's great that artists can take their stuff and put it out on there for as you said pretty it's it's not very costly to put your stuff out there through Etsy. That's nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so if anyone's listening and they're thinking to themselves man, I should start an Etsy. Alex, I'm wondering what advice do you have for those individuals who are kind of on the fence about whether they should open an Etsy business or an Etsy shop? I think first up, it would be definitely take advantage of your friends and family. Most Most of my first, like I said, 15, 20 sales just came from posting on Instagram and having my friends share stuff like first mm-hmm. it was just people I know and then it was you know someone would share something and then someone they knew would order from me and so you'll be very surprised on how many people are willing to support you I got so many shares on my first Facebook post from people who I haven't spoken to in years and so definitely take advantage of word of mouth of people sharing your stuff because it'll go further than you think you know going all take advantage of tiktok too i'm on tiktok <laughs> crochet cuties by alex i've got sales <laughs> oh, awesome. all the time which is hilarious <laughs> to me because it's pretty easy to get views on tiktok too so yeah just take advantage of all the social media platforms mm-hmm. of your friends and family and i think it it does you good 
Very good. Yeah, uh, a lot of my close friends are on TikTok. I, I honestly, I was on it in the beginning of quarantine and got a little <laughs> addicted and was losing sleep over it. So I had to delete it. But I do, I do watch some of the TikToks through Instagram, like through their reels or whatever. Some yeah. people post them. Yeah, it's definitely addicting. through that means. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I always it, see one more video scrolling. and then I just scroll again. I'm like, well, I know I have to watch this one. I already started it. <laughs> oh man, it is addictive, and you have beautifully taken advantage of TikTok because I, it's it's cool to see you know how these cuties are made, and not a lot of people get to see the background unless you have, you know, these social media yeah, forms like TikTok and Instagram. So it's cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I have one last question for you. And that is, what do you have in store for the future of your I have a few little projects that I've been working on that I'm excited for. (laughs) I'm trying to branch out and make different stuff. So we'll see how that goes. So yeah, just definitely follow me on Instagram and keep an eye out. I post sneak peeks sometimes. So, you know. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to like, guess what I'm Ooh, making, I love that. I think you, I think you posted one yes, recently, did. didn't you? Like a couple of days ago, I was, I <laughs> was perplexed. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited to see what it will be. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you again so much you for so joining much for me, me. This on so this fun. episode. And for anyone listening, if you are residing in the U.S., you should definitely, definitely check out Alex's shop on Etsy. It's Crochet Crochet Cuties by Alex. And follow her on Instagram. (laughs) If you have a TikTok, follow her on TikTok. And like me on Facebook, too. And um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and like her on Facebook. Thank you. (laughs) All the... And share. And share her stuff. And um, what's the other thing that is really good when you oh yeah save the post um, on Instagram? I think save the post yes. because that that's will, a new thing that they're doing the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> so do all those wonderful things and support thank her you. business. So thank you again, and um, I look forward to seeing what wonderful things you have plan for the future of your Etsy shop. All right. Well, once again, this is Steep Sip Spill Repeat, where we talk about literally anything. And I think that this is a really great episode. So share it with your friends and share her shop. And we will tune in next time to talk about something else. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you.